it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Spring is in the air, and there's a lot literally in the air that goes into making that smell. For example, the smell of spring rain is actually the smell of an organic compound called geosmin, which is produced by microbes, including the bacteria genus Strotomyces, that live in soils and are released when it rains. This smells good to us humans, and it also functions to invite in other microorganisms which contribute to the overall health of the soil. What else is going on here? Well, my cooking teacher Chris recently told our class that spring is a wonderful time to catch wild yeasts among the branches of budding trees. This symphonic and life-giving dance of the microbial universe underpins our health of the planet, and the spring is an especially wonderful time for us to remember why. So why is this unseen dance so important to us? Well, there's a major public health reason, and then there's a personal health reason I've been hearing a lot about from individuals recently, allergies, and there's this question of sourdough, which got me started on this week's episode in the first place. Let's address public health first, as we always should. There has recently been a lot of solid research showing that microbial populations in healthy soil contribute directly to healthy microbial populations that we need in our guts in order to deal with inflammation and then to avoid a whole host of inflammatory diseases, including fatty liver disease, diabetes types 1 and 2, asthma, chronic peptic ulcers, active hepatitis, endometriosis, and obesity. None of these things make us feel good. And diabetes and obesity cost us $237 billion and $170 billion, respectively, each year. Interestingly enough, one of the other major health conditions caused by excess inflammation is, in fact, sinitis or what we commonly refer to as allergies. Runny nose, stuffy nose, facial pain or pressure, headache, mucus dripping down your throat, sore throat, you get it. While some folks have real and significant reactions to certain allergens, most allergies are caused when we come in contact with just about any old allergen dust, pollen, dander, etc. A body that is already suffering from inflammation will react more strongly to the presence of a new inflammation inducer than a body that is not already inflamed or a body with a solid and healthy microbiome. So our microbiome and the microbiome of the soil are incredibly important both to our health and the health of the planet. Interestingly, the microbiome present on our skin may play a much bigger role in our third and final question about the role of microbes in sourdoughs. I loved this image of wild yeasts making a home among a sourdough starter placed in the branches of a tree as new leaves break out around it. So I went down a rabbit hole of research on where the yeasts and bacteria in sourdough come from, and if in fact they could come from a flurry of microbial activity that newly photosynthesizing leaves create around them. To make a long story short, it turns out that about half of the microbes in sourdough come from the flour itself. Practically speaking, this means that using an unbleached whole grain and local flour is going to get you a much better microbe mix. It turns out that the other half of microbes seem to come from the hands of the baker themselves. Let's take a moment to get over our initial yuck reaction. Okay, so this actually is not disgusting at all. Rather, it speaks to the positive interplay between humans and our microbial environment. 
like the hands of a farmer or gardener that become populated with healthy microbes from soils. The hands of our bakers are covered in beneficial microorganisms that influence the flavor of the bread they bake. Now, about that harvesting of wild yeasts, it's a real thing too, and brewers in particular like to place beer starter in budding and blossoming trees, in particular of certain yeasts for certain flavors. So there's no reason that I could tell that this lore of a tree-sourced sourdough could not be true. It's just this part about a baker's hands that gives made by hand a whole new depth of meaning. So happy microbrangling to all you bakers out there and happy spring to everyone. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.